Most respected ulama, elders, and brothers in Islam, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran Majeed, corruption, calamities, challenges, and difficulties spread throughout the earth, land and sea. As a result of what mankind has earned through their actions. So it is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the types of actions that we present to him as an ummah has a direct cause and effect relationship in terms of the conditions that we see around. And if we look at our own country domestically, we have our challenges, safety, security, service delivery, electricity, political instability, rising costs. And then globally as an ummah, similar challenges and of course the largest and the most difficult challenge that we have been facing as an ummah in the last three months or so is the indiscriminate genocide that is taking place in Gaza and in Palestine. And the news, the media, our social media feeds, our bayans have been filled with the tragedy that is taking place there. And what is even more difficult to bear is it is taking place as the civilized world looks on 
and supports. Nevertheless, that is not the topic for today. But what we have to understand is that the actions that we present before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has an effect on the conditions and the environment around us. And there are certain actions that we carry out, major sins and disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which we are not even aware sometimes that these are sins. We are not aware that we are carrying out these sins. And as a result of social media, these sins are now being proliferated far more than previously. As a result of the social media platforms that most of us are involved in, whether it be WhatsApp, whether it be Twitter, whether it be TikTok, whether it be Instagram, and any other platforms that are out there that we may not be aware of, people forward information without verifying it. People mock and insult one another. People call one another derogatory names. People look to find faults in one another, especially on social media. People have evil thoughts, suspicions about others. And people say evil things about one another. They backbite one another. And sometimes even worse than that, they accuse people of things that are incorrect. And all of these sins are interconnected and interrelated. And sometimes we may not be the originators of those sins, meaning we may not be the ones that speak about ill about someone. We may not be the ones that type with our thumbs something ill about another person. But we become part of the chain of that great disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we receive such information and we pass it on. Sometimes we may forward it. Sometimes we may promote it. Sometimes we may like it. Or sometimes we may have other ways and means on social media platforms to show and highlight and draw attention to those posts which are in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is worse is it's become so commonplace. It's become so normal nowadays that most of us don't even realize that as this information comes onto our screens and we scroll through it, we fail to realize that simply being part of it, simply listening to it and forwarding it on, puts us in that chain of disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these are not small sins. These are not minor indiscretions. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions Al-ghibatu ashaddu zina Ghiba, backbiting is worse than zina. Al-ghibatu ashaddu zina What is ghiba? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asks the sahaba Atadruna mal ghiba Do you know what is ghiba? Allahu wa rasooluhu a'lam Allah and his messenger know best. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions that it is you mentioning something about your fellow Muslim brother or your fellow brother that he or she dislikes. So the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, subhanallah, what beautiful questions they ask. Sometimes we think they may be very simple questions, but when they ask these questions, they clarified matters for you and I to make it absolutely crystal clear. They ask that what happens if that thing that you are mentioning, which is uh, something that insults that person, what happens if that is true? That person is guilty of that particular crime. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replies that if it is true, if that person has that weakness in them, or he committed or she committed that indiscretion, then it is ghiba, then it is backbiting. And if they do not have that particular sin, then it's even worse 
that is known as bohtan, that is known as slander. That means you are accusing someone who is innocent of that particular crime, you are accusing them of that. And again, I mentioned earlier that these things are interrelated. How often we forward a post and that post is accusing A or B of a particular indiscretion. And we have not taken the time to verify that information. Posting and forwarding something that we have not verified. Now, it is not just riba, but it has gone one level up. We are part of the chain of slander. And it's something we do so casually. We want to be the first in our family groups to post some juicy bit of information about so-and-so. And if we take it one step further, we find that today it has become so commonplace to insult, to mock, to call names, to even speak bad about people of knowledge, about outwardly pious people, people that have spent their time studying the Quran and the Hadith, ulama. And we take it one step further, that not only do we insult them, but we have the audacity to call them the enemy of Allah, we have the audacity to call them a kafir. Time does not permit, but go. Like we go and Google everything else. Go and Google the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wherein Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has prohibited us from calling a fellow believer an enemy of Allah. Prohibited us from calling a fellow believer a kafir. Yet these things have become very commonplace for you and I. Let us not look at those people that may be of that level that are saying what they need to say. But you and I as ordinary people, what gives us the license, respected elders and brothers, to commit such grave sins? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Hujurah, He very clearly and emphatically talks about these social evils. Marana Ibrahim Devla Saab, Damat Barakatuhu once mentioned that when you look at our deen, you will find and you look at all the books of fiqh, etc. Approximately one third of our deen deals with our ibadat with our acts of worship. Two-thirds of our deen deals with how we interact and live with one another. Two-thirds of our fiqh, two-thirds of our deen deals with how we interact with one another. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Surah Al-Hujurat. And again, instead of us wasting our time on all these platforms that we were talking about, let us pick up the Qur'an Majeed from an authentic translation and under the guidance of an expert individual. Let us see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala advises us in this beautiful surah. Surah Al-Hujurat, it comes in the 26th juz of the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Ya ayyuhal ladina aman. Oh, you have brought iman, you and I. La yaskhar qawmun min qawmin. That men should not mock at other men. La yaskhar qawmun min qawmin. Asa ayyakunu khayran minhum. Perhaps those that you are mocking are better than you. Wala nisa'un min nisa'in asa ayyakunna khayran minhum. And nor should women mock at other women. Perhaps those women that are being mocked are better than those that are doing the mock. Wala talmizu anfusatu. And do not insult one another. Wala tanabazu bil-alqab. Look at how specific Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. Do not call one another by insulting nicknames. Oh, you short person. Oh, you this person. Oh, you that person. It is mentioned that Aisha radiallahu anha mentioned that once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she and he were having a discussion. And she mentioned about one of her co-wives, Hazrat Safiya radiallahu anha, that she is a short person. Like how we would say colloquially today, that's a shorty. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam became upset. Said, oh Aisha, do you know what a terrible statement you have made? This action that you have carried out 
if you had to take it and you had to mix it with the oceans of the world, it would poison the oceans of the world. On another occasion, Hazrat Safiya radiallahu anha required a camel because hers became lame. And so Rasulullah said to one of his co-wives, Hazrat Zainab radiallahu anha, that you have a spare camel, why don't you lend it to your sister Safiya radiallahu anha. So Hazrat Zainab radiallahu anha mentioned that should I lend it to that Yahudi, to that Jewish person? Now, Hazrat Safiya radiallahu anha came from a Jewish tribe. She thereafter accepted Islam and married Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam became so upset, so upset by this statement that he separated himself as a lesson from Hazrat Zainab radiallahu anha for such a long period of time, a few months, until Hazrat Zainab radiallahu anha herself says that I began to lose hope that I may have lost Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then mentions, and we don't have time to go into all of it, in the verse thereafter, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu jitanibu kathiran minazwan. O you who have brought iman, stay away from most types of suspicion. I suspect that this person is like this because he does this without me having the facts. Inna ba'da one. Verily, some suspicion is sinful. Wala tajassasu. And do not try to try and find faults with one another. Searching on social media for every little misstep that a person might make so that we may bring it out and say, oh, look at that person, he or she did this. Ulama mentioned one of the harms. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about these things, he says, do not uh, uh, backbite one another. Do not kill one another. What does this mean? It means that when you go out and try and find faults in somebody else, inevitably somebody else is going to start looking for faults in you. And this cycle continues. Do not purposely go out looking for the faults of one another. And do not backbite one another. There's a lengthy incident of Sayyiduna Ma'id al-Aslami. He was a Sahabi. And he happened to fall into the sin of zina. He committed zina. Now something for us to understand. Sahaba radiallahu anhum are at a very high level. And some of them now and then slipped up. They were human beings. But none of them persisted in sin. When they slipped up, they asked for toba and they changed their lives immediately. So this particular sahabi, he committed the sin and he came and he confessed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a number of times after which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was compelled to carry out the had to carry out the punishment of stoning him rajab and so after Hazrat Ma'iz radiallahu anhu was stoned to death two sahaba radiallahu anhum that were there they passed a comment and they said that look at this person Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala covered his sin but he had to go and expose it to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and as a result he has been stoned just like a dog is stoned these were the words that they used. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa remained silent after a little while they were walking and Rasulullah sallallahu passed a dead donkey that was decaying. And he says to the Sahaba, call those two individuals, Fulan wa Fulan, so and so. And they were called. Now look at this beautiful hadith, the way the hadith is narrated, that the names of those people are not mentioned. This is how our deen is supposed to be. When we point out the wrong of someone, when Rasulullah would point out the wrong of an individual or a community or an action, he would speak about it in general terms from the minbar. 
He would not go in public and say, Ismail, Muhammad, why did you do this? Why did you do that? And make a big public show of it. So Fulan wa Fulan, they came. Rasulullah says that, I want you to go and eat from the meat of the dead donkey. So these people said, O Nabi of Allah, who in their right minds, who would be able to eat the meat of this donkey? Rasulullah says that, the honor that you partook of your brother a short while ago, and you ate from his flesh, Ma'iz radiallahu an is worse than going to eat from this dead donkey. And in fact, what do you know? I'm paraphrasing the hadith. What do you know? It has come to me that Sayyiduna Ma'iz radiallahu an his tawbah was such. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven him. And he is currently enjoying the rivers of Jannah. He is currently enjoying the rivers of Jannah. While you too will be held accountable for this deed that you have carried out. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Does one of you like that he would have to eat the dead flesh of his brother? Definitely, you would not like it. So my respected friends and elders, there are many of these types of sins that we are involved, especially on social media, especially on social media, and especially in our community on the WhatsApp platform. People will forward information indiscriminately without verifying it. Ya amanu in fatabayanu Or you who have believed, when any information comes to you from a sinner, then first establish its uh, uh, veracity, first verify and fact check that information before you forward it, forward it on. Why? You might cause some harm to people out of ignorance. Then you might become ashamed of what you did. You'll have to go and ask for maaf. People will look at you and, and they will disrespect you. So we are involved in these sins. Most of these sins will either fall into the category of forwarding information that we have not verified or we are mocking at somebody or we are calling somebody names or we are insulting the honor of somebody by backbiting them and saying something about them even though it may be true or we may be forwarding something about someone insulting them about a weakness that they do not possess in which case we are slandering so these are major sins major major sins in the sight of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the tragedy with these sins is that sometimes we don't realize we are perpetrating them so we don't make toba from them and we do not change our habits. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to change our ways. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to uphold the honor of fellow Muslims. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to stay away from these very great sins. Wa